This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's Thursday, February 29th. It'll be mostly cloudy and rainy today with a high of 53. Rain will stick around in the evening with a low dipping to 39. Here are today's headlines. The Dallas City Council on Wednesday unanimously approved a $2.5 million settlement in the civil rights lawsuit against four Dallas police officers accused in Tony Tempa's death in police custody. The award comes about five months after a federal jury determined that three of the officers violated Tempa's rights in 2016, but that two were shielded by the controversial legal protection qualified immunity. The jury had awarded $1 million to Tempa's teenage son, but decided not to give any money to Tempa's parents or his estate. Jeff Henley, who represents Tempa's mother, his son, and his estate, said this week that the $2.5 million includes the money for Tempa's son, who was eight when his father died, as well as the issue of attorney's fees, prejudgment interest, and litigation risks associated with motions for a new trial. He declined to delineate how much each party would receive, but said the award also resolves the claims of Vicki Tempa, Tempa's mother, and Tempa's estate. The council approved the settlement without any public discussion Wednesday. The city of Dallas, which represented the officers, said in a statement that the agreement was with three of the four plaintiffs. Joe Tempa, Tempa's father, was represented by a different law firm. Dallas police spokespeople declined to comment. Next up, the Dallas City Council voted Wednesday to abandon a rule that made it easier for the city to demolish historic homes in predominantly black neighborhoods. Residents in Dallas's historic 10th Street have been fighting for the city to abandon a 2010 rule in the Dallas Development Code that permits the demolition of homes smaller than 3,000 square feet within a landmark district a geographic area with preservation guidelines and protections for structures that have historical significance. Before a unanimous vote, Dallas City Council member Janie Schultz spotlighted Deputy Mayor Pro Tem Carolyn King-Arnold's efforts to help preserve 10th Street, one of the few remaining intact Freedmen's towns in the nation, according to a lawsuit filed by residents. The 2019 lawsuit filed by the 10th Street Residential Association claimed the 3,000-square-foot rule has led to the demolition of dozens of the area's 260 homes over a decade, disproportionately affecting mostly black neighborhoods. The city says at least 30 homes have been demolished under this code. In other news, wildfires continued to burn Wednesday through portions of the Texas panhandle as hot and dry conditions were expected to persist, and the largest fire grew to half a million acres, making it the second-largest wildfire in state history. Multiple evacuations were ordered, and Governor Greg Abbott on Wednesday directed the Texas Division of Emergency Management to deploy additional state emergency resources due to the fires in the Texas panhandle. 
The Forest Service has raised wildland fire preparedness to level three, as it expects an increase in wildfire activity over the next several days. Abbott also issued a disaster declaration Tuesday for 60 counties as emergency crews attempted to contain the fires. Texas Agriculture Commissioner Sid Miller told the Dallas Morning News that the fire had killed up to tens of thousands of head of cattle. Seven schools were evacuated, and two schools barely avoided catching fire. At least 13 school districts have been closed. And Kroger and Albertsons have made many major acquisitions, but this time antitrust regulators are saying stop. In a lawsuit filed this week by the Federal Trade Commission and nine attorneys general showed how far apart the government and the companies are in their opposition and support of the $24.6 billion deal that would be the largest merger in U.S. supermarket history. The government's lawsuit describes Kroger and Albertsons as products of serial acquisitions, and it objects to this final big one between the numbers one and two supermarket chains in the U.S. Since 1983, they've acquired nearly three dozen grocery store banners in addition to their namesake stores, 19 for Kroger and 15 for Albertsons. In Texas, Kroger has purchased stores but has largely grown organically under its namesake brand. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. Enjoy your day, and I'll be back tomorrow with more from the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.